Welcome to Seizure Salad, Random Fuster Cluckery. Talking about epilepsy and depression can get pretty heavy at times, so occasionally, the family fuster cluck goes off topic on just about anything that pops into our messed up little heads. You never know what we're going to touch on next. So kick back, relax, and enjoy Random Fuster Cluckery with your hosts, B-Side and JoJo. What's going to happen when we pull out and other countries take over other shit and we need precious metals for it's, that's what's bullshit it's all resources to uh-huh. this day it does not matter since the beginning of time the reason people take over other lands is because of resources right? resources and that's yep. what all it is and that's why it's like and that's you know but to be fair like the u.s could 100 percent supply its own natural gas and oil we could also fucking move away from using natural gas and oil so we can have renewable energy source and not even be a part of that fucking game but right. people don't want to have that conversation for some goddamn reason. That, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> you know, and that could be an entirely new conversation, but but we'll yeah, get there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's just like, and it's and you know, and it's like you know, what? and like you can pull out. The U.S. could pull out of all these things, but there has to be if you set a plan of succession. If you if you know if you gave these play, hey, here's what we'll work with you, and you can still be allies with these countries. At the same like time, that. though, dude. Same time, though. With do you think we would have enough like tin? And nickel and some of the other elements that are absolutely necessary for like transistors and some of the um, some of the uh, computer elements you need to make high tech equipment. This is the problem. Well, you can still like what? How's it always been done? Right before the U.S. got involved in everything, right through trade, right? That's still a valuable option. At the end of the day, the U.S. still creates the highest GDP, and we still have. A crazy amount of our own resources that could be used in that aspect, right? Right. And so it's just, and that's really what it comes down to. It's just like becoming, we can become self-sufficient, but it just takes, like, my entire life goal is to own land where I can grow my own food and be mm-hmm. entirely self-sufficient where if I don't, I don't want to go, like, don't, I don't have to go to the store. You know, I want to grow all my own veggies. I want to grow everything myself. I want to be able to hunt for my own food. I want to be 100% self-sustaining. Right, you know, and like, and that's it's doable. It takes some work, but it's very doable, you yeah. know. And it's, and it's like, obviously, like that, but not entirely doable. Not like entirely. You said, like you still have to have trade, trade you and still commerce, need right? That's trade still and commerce. Trade. And like, just pulling out doesn't mean we can't be fucking friends with these countries either, right? I mean, the U.S.'s oldest treaty is with Morocco. Like that was the first country to recognize United States independence, and like I was like, so it's like it's not, and so it's like it's not like it's called the Friendship Agreement, actually. Uh, yeah, fun fact. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> no, uh, you have a great point there. Yeah, you have it's a like great it can point. be done. It's it just, can be it's done. Just about doing but what are the repercussions going to be on the rest of the planet? What are the ripple effects? Because we know you're looking at this, and I I, I see where you're coming from, mm-hmm. um, but. We also got to take a look at what could possibly happen from, okay, the aggressor side of things. We pull out, what's China and Russia going to do? Well, you, And what would that affect? Well, and the thing is, like, you know, I'm not saying, like, pull out tomorrow, but it's like, if you put in a good plan in place, then you can do it. And that's, you know, you can even look at, after World War II, part of the reason, Japan is allowed to have a military, but they're only allowed to be defensive. Japan has been pushing into the United Nations where they want to be able to be kind of go on the offensive again, uh, which is understandable because China is just claiming a bunch of islands in the middle of the China Sea that are kind of like no man's land, right? And it's like Japan, they want to have their own claim on that. And to me, at the end of the day, that's between those two countries, right? And like, yeah, there's repercussions to it. But at the end of the day, those politics are their own. And we can still be right. active. We can still be supportive of, you know, especially with Japan and Europe, all the European countries, like, and like, 
Uh, you can even say, like, honestly, I think the United Nations is probably one of the worst fucking things to happen. You know, as weird as that is, like, it's they, they accomplish fucking nothing. You have certain countries that can just veto anything, and what right. Russia, China, the U.S. all have veto power on anything. It doesn't matter what the majority wants. Any of those countries say fuck that. And mm-hmm. so it's like, so what the fuck is the point of that goddamn shit? You know, it's, right. it's all bullshit. It's all just like, we're going to pretend we're all holding hands and we're not. And the sooner we can accept the fact that like, uh, and like, to me, it's like, honestly, it's like, we could probably even have a productive relationship with both Russia and China. If we just stop trying to fucking interfere with their shit on one hand. And at the same time though, like China has internment camps and they're fucking committing genocide against the Uyghur Muslims right now. And so like, I get it. There's very human rights issues but at the same time like fucking Biden came out and said that's a difference in culture that's bullshit the United Nations job is to stop human rights violations but because it's fucking China nobody's doing a goddamn thing and so it's like what would be a better so it's like and so to me it's like how about we just fucking accept well how would you how would you how would you address that so and this comes to a point of are we as powerful and, and strong as we think we are if we can't fucking do anything about it? And it's like, we could. We easily, we could definitely have things done about it, right? You could, and like, it's like, okay, if the United Nations actually did its fucking job, you could do things about it, right? You literally have a country that is committing genocide currently yeah. against a group of people, putting them in internment camps, and like, and it's, and fucking, ex- like, killing them. Like, it's fucking sickening if you, uh, right. And it's like, if, if you actually put in sanctions that actually worked and like actually fucked up their trade and commerce, because China needs trade and commerce a lot more than the U.S. does, right? Don't get me wrong. China's a very big country. They're a very developing country, but only like like two thirds of their country is still very third world. It's not developed yet. Exactly. Their major cities are developed for sure. Uh, and so it's like it's all. And so like if the United Nations actually did their fucking job, that shouldn't be happening. And there are steps that they could take that they say they can but the u.s won't even acknowledge it that's what we mean the u.s won't even make turkey acknowledge the armenian genocide from ni- the early 1900s because they don't want to offend turkey uh, so yeah. what so what's the f- so it's just like so, so it's, just, so, it's all for fucking show and it's just like this, it's a fucking scam and, and, and so it's like it's because because these why are, are we so involved why are we so involved in the world if we're not doing anything to help it if we're not that's doing exactly anything and to that's what I, that's where i'm at like if we're not doing anything to help it we might as well hey Fuck those places then, and let's fix our crumbling infrastructure. Let's fucking adjust our, you know, and create our society to at least move forward. Because if we're not doing shit for anybody else, why are we pretending we are? Yeah, and that's really where that's at least how I kind of feel about no, it. Which I maybe isn't it. like the best perspective, uh-huh. but and it's like, but it's just like there's these systems in place that are supposed to help, and they haven't done shit. And these you know? these all systems came into place after like World War World War Two World War One was like the League of Nations League of Nations like failed uh-huh. and then they and tried the it again Treaty of Versailles which Versailles. basically caused World War Two exactly because of the reparations that they made Germany uh-huh. suffer which gave um, Hitler a platform but but also some people would say that Americans' isolationism caused much more damage and destruction than could have been had we not gotten into the war earlier. That's another That's another argument we could but have. But you could also say, at the same time, you could also say before, what, you could say the U.S.'s policy of isolation ended in what, like 1920, right? Like post-World War I, I would essentially say. Caesar Salad Fuster Clock is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat, just keep listening. Until then, remember that it's all in your head.